I'm Derek. And I'm Jamie. And welcome to I Know You with Derek and Jamie, a podcast where two friends recommend themed content and try to predict the other's reaction to see who knows who better. And we'll also have a mini segment where we discuss anything from stories to who we would recast in remakes to movie trailer reactions. Like the possibilities are endless, really. And we also do mini games each episode. So stick around for that. Today's theme is rated M for Mature. So let's just uh, get that out of the way first. It's porn, but not porn. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) So like movies that, you know, are highly sexualized or stuff that has a lot of sex in it, basically. Uh, We chose this because, fuck it, why not? My choice for porn, but not porn is Sex Drive. And I chose the TV show Outlander season one, episodes seven, eight, and nine. So just a disclaimer before we jump in, there will be spoilers in our podcast. So listen at your own risk. Unless you've watched either of these, then just enjoy us talking about it and talking about some porn but not porn so jamie what you been up to how's this last week been um this is the most stressful week i've had in a very very long time so first of all we're in the process of moving like i said last episode i believe yeah but literally we have four days until we're out of this apartment and there's so much to do like i can't even explain like we did so much this past week Ugh. And then on top of that, I had my second vaccine this past weekend and oh my God, I reacted so badly. You know, I got mine like midday Saturday. I started to feel it as I was like falling asleep that night. I like started to get like chills and like started to sweat a bit and then woke up the next morning Still not feeling great and just spent like all of Sunday just kind of off. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, that's not that bad, though. Like, I didn't really get it. And then woke up Monday completely drenched, head throbbing, arm hurt. I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening to me? Like, it's worth it, but not fun. Very worth it. Mine was kind of similar. I had mine midday on Sunday. And that night, I started to feel it. Little chills, not feeling great. Had a temperature of like 99. And then it went to like a temperature of 100. And I was like, okay, like taking some ibuprofen after I eat something. Gonna go to bed. Hopefully wake up, feel good. Nope. Day two, temperature up to like 101 and like dying in bed and achy, feeling as though I had the actual flu, but I didn't. I had the vaccine. It's working. My body is going to be good. And as of like a couple days ago during this recording, like if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear masks anymore. Which is weird. Like they completely did a 180 on that. It was like, no, you should still wear them here and there. And now it's just like, nah, we're going to drop it. But yeah, you know, I got... Like, still got, like, one more week until, like, the vaccine is, like, full effect in you. Takes two weeks after you actually get it. So, once that comes, like, first thing I'm doing, I'm going back to a movie. Like, I'm I'm going to the movie theaters. Katie doesn't want to go with me, but I'm like, I'll go in a weekday when there's, like, no one there. But I'm going to see a movie. It's been so long. I need to be back in the theater and get some popcorn. (laughs) So, what else, Derek? Uh, God. For those of you who don't know, my birthday will happen like about a week ago, a little over. And, you know, most of my birthdays are great. And that one was shaping up to be, a, you know, a pretty good one, too. And then I went to look for my wallet and I'm like, oh, crap, I can't find it. I'm like, oh, I must have left it in my car. No big deal. And I walk out to my car and I open the center console. Which I leave my wallet in my car. That's where it's going to be. And boom, nothing. Gone. Oh, no. Cleared out. <laughs> And you go through that, like, first five minutes of panic of just, like, tearing everything apart in your car in the apartment, just looking for it. It wasn't fun. Yeah, so I spent most of my birthday canceling cards, filing a police report, trying to, like, replace cards and stuff. Dang, that sucks that that happened on your birthday. It would have sucked any day, but specifically your birthday. Right, when he took the wallet, if he was still there looking through it in the car and, like, looked at the license, saw it was my birthday, should have done, like, the nice thing, and the person should have just take the cards, take the cash, just leave everything else. There's no value in any of it. We've had some stress weeks, y'all. So let's get into some porn, but not porn. Well, I was finally moving past <laughs> that. I'm going to bring it the fuck back up. Let's talk about sex, Derek. Let's talk about sex, Drive. All right. <laughs> let's talk about it. All right. Yeah. So like I said, my suggestion for this week was the very appropriately titled 
sex drive. Before I get into the info, I'm going to give my guess for what Jamie gave sex drive. And I got to say, this was a really tough one. Really? This was a tough one for me to guess. Because before like, I say anything, for those who have seen the movie, it's a stupid movie whether you like it or not. It's like, does she like this brand of stupid? There are stupid movies she likes. Oh, yeah. There's some really stupid movies There's some that really I stupid love. movies that she loves that I think are too stupid and I don't like. But then there's stupid movies and shows that I like that she thinks aren't the right brand of stupid or are too stupid. So it's really <laughs> tough to guess. Because I know she thinks it's a stupid movie. I got that, but that really doesn't help too much. So here's my guess. Sorry, long-winded. For objective competence, I'm guessing a C+. For personal enjoyment, I'm going 7 out of 10. And for rewatchability, I'm going 2 out of 5. Before you get into your info, I'm just curious as to how you personally rate this movie. You know what's funny? I usually actually like come up with my own ratings for each thing. This was like the first one I actually didn't. I'd probably give this maybe like a B minus in objective competence. For personal enjoyment, I'd probably give it a seven, maybe an eight, depending on uh, my state of mind. And rewatchability, I'd probably say it's probably a three or a four. If you like it, I think it's a highly rewatchable move. All right. So into the info. Sex Drive was directed by Sean Anders and stars Josh Zuckerman. Amanda Crew, Clark Duke, James Marsden, Katrina Bowden, and Seth Green. Released in 2008, Sex Drive follows recent high school grad and still virgin Ian as he and his friends embark on a cross-country road trip to hook up with a woman he met online. When uh, Sex Drive was released, it only actually grossed $3.6 million its opening weekend and finished like ninth place and didn't really open with the best reviews, currently holding at 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. And in the end, it actually only made $19 million overall in its worldwide gross and its budget was $19 million. So it just barely made its money back. Probably not with all the marketing costs. It's a film that's like perfectly in the middle. Probably didn't really lose much money, but didn't make any money. Reviews are right split down the middle. There was no way I could judge this. I'm like, what do people think? I'm like, it's all in the middle. What? Didn't make money. No. Uh, how do I? Uh. So, Jamie. What did you think of Sex Drive? What did I like about it? Uh, yeah, what did you like about it? I like that James Martson was there and I could look at him and oh, no. that's it! No! Fuck! Oh, you want to hear something really funny? I didn't realize that was James Marsden until like an hour ago when I was writing my show notes for my suggestion. And then I'm like, that's James <laughs> Marsden? I didn't recognize him. I've seen this movie like probably four or five times and I never realized that that's James Marsden. He just doesn't <laughs> look like James Marsden. I don't think I've ever seen him blonde with like a goatee before playing such a non-James Marsden character. I know. Honestly, it makes me love that character more. That's it. There was just one funny scene where at the very end when he's on his motorcycle and then it flips over when he's like (laughs) driving away. That was the only time I laughed in this entire movie. Damn it. I was wanting to say so bad before you gave your ratings like Derek, you better guess right on this one. I knew this is the wrong stupid. Yeah, I get that. Like it's really hard to figure out what kind of stupid someone likes because everyone likes some kind of stupid. I didn't like this movie because it was such a bro movie and how they depicted women. Yeah. That wasn't the greatest. It was very 2008. The way men look at women in this movie. Oh, I'll give you that. It's full of male gaze. Yeah. Right off the bat, I didn't like this movie with the masturbating scene. (laughs) That was weird. I mean, I feel like I don't want to say a lot of guys because I feel like a lot of women would also have this nightmare. But like, I feel like it's a lot of guys in particular, like worst nightmare is masturbating. And then, of course, like your whole fucking family has to come in. Like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know. I thought it was funny. I think it's like, well, I guess it wasn't really masturbating. He had the wet dream. Oh, yeah. But he was still like naked underneath, though, like kind of cum covered. Either way. That was weird. Yeah, it's very weird. It's something you don't want to happen. (laughs) That's what makes it funny, at least to me. This type of movie, I feel like, ruined so many men of the world that think they can just treat women as objects. 
Because that's just how I felt the entire movie was these guys are treating women as though they're objects. Yeah, but that's the thing is that's not what, that's the point. They treat women as objects, but it's not until that they stop and start treating women like people do they actually, is when they actually, you know, start to grow and start to actually like find fulfillment, you know? It's when he's like stops just trying to have sex with someone and starts to realize like, oh shit, I've got this awesome person here who's actually into me. And maybe if I treated them like an actual person instead of just, hey, you're just a friend. Like I can't, I can't even think of you like that. When Lance actually starts like, oh, there's an actual person here that is more than just sex. That's when he finds happiness and decides to live with the Amish. I don't know. They were just rude and douchey, especially in the beginning. And it just, it didn't hit with me. It seemed like honestly so this movie just really seemed like a kid got his rich dad to produce a movie with all these semi-known b actors and fallout boy i was trying to figure out how adult people would make this movie (laughs) oh i totally forgot to mention uh (laughs) it's actually based on a novel oh my god (laughs) called all the way by uh andy behrens i think that's how you pronounce it i totally forgot to mention that part so boom not just a rich kid's passion project I'm going to get into what I liked about this movie. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. And we'll get through that and then we'll let you bash on it to your heart's content. I watched this movie probably when it first came out. I was 15 years old. That's probably like the perfect age they were shooting for. My God. And it just kind of stuck with me. I always kind of like this movie because it knows what it is. It knows it's just a stupid road trip film that's like kind of making fun of road trip films themselves. And I don't know. I like the characters. They actually feel like a real set of friends and not just like people forced to be together felt like they actually had some history to each other and they're not just all like three of the identical same people that work off each other you can't honestly tell me that you knew where this film was going right i knew that the person he had a crush on this girl best friend that that would be the end thing yeah because it's a high school sex comedy obviously but like the woman miss tasty being a robber and then the other dude that one one redneck dude coming back and finding them and then the brother getting there and it all happening at the same time. I literally wrote down the ending was dumb. Typical <laughs> guy bro movie. No. <laughs> Uh, it's like they wanted to try to make it a surprise ending but with it being the type of movie it is at that point nothing should surprise you yeah that's what i'm saying like it's not like the plot isn't that surprising you didn't know exactly what was going to happen with tasty but you knew like it probably wasn't gonna like exactly work out with her and he was gonna end up with felicia but you didn't know that the brother was gonna be there that that redneck was gonna be there that those two kids from his high school were gonna be there. <laughs> Come on, they were the best fucking characters. Especially when she's actually, he's like, hey, you wanna fuck? And she's like, yeah, I do. And then he just slowly rolls up the window. <laughs> like, you're laughing right now because you're remembering that moment because you know it's a good I'm fucking moment. It was just so dumb. <laughs> but it's the perfect callback because it's the car they were fucking with and the car that throws the Taco Bell is like, oh, Nachos Bel Grande and a taco with a Baja Blast. Come on, nothing. Teen boy. Ah, movie <laughs> of course I think it's, it's good. taco bell of course there's cars and <laughs> racing of course there's the huge deal of being a virgin at that age like most people i know were virgins at that age and it's not a big deal i mean i was a virgin <laughs> at that age i don't think it's a big deal but that was the thing is that at the end he's shown that it wasn't a big deal that he's like no this was stupid to make it a big deal it even mentions that like they took it slow like he didn't just hook up with felicia right away even though they started dating they like took their time and when they felt ready and felt comfortable with each other then they slept together yeah but everyone else still made it a big deal Eh, i think he more made it a big deal no like what's his face dwight jr his whole storyline was about sex even when he did get with the amish girl it was about sex it wasn't really about sex it was actually about him actually connecting with a person they weren't just about sex they actually did like talk to each other and they actually bounced off each other maybe i am just (laughs) revert to like my 15 year old self when i watch this film i don't know i like it It, it's just like it's one of those it's the crazy road trip thing but like each thing it's so out there that it works for me like they're just on the road and then there's this fucking car that wants to race them and throws taco bell at them and then that like leads them to 
like pulling over and one of their friends sleeps with this woman and then they get chased through a cornfield naked while still handcuffed to a fucking uh, headboard, you know? And then like they car breaks down and they get helped by some Amish people who like an auto mechanic. (laughs) Come on, Seth Green was fucking amazing. Like the sarcasm level. I'm not a fan of Seth Green in general. I do not like him. He was just hilarious. Just the like, oh yeah, no, don't worry. We're all good. You know, we just spent all night, you know, working on your car while, you know, you guys, you know, helped yourselves and made yourselves at home. Had a good time. He's like, oh yeah, no, really? We're good. He's like, yeah, come by and help us with some chores. It'd be great. He's like, yeah, we'll do that. He's like, yep, I'll be holding my breath. Everyone together. Here we go. (gasps) I mean, come on, the sarcasm levels. They're like always turned up and you never know if he's serious. I got him. I understood him. And I could see how some people would think they were funny. They just, nothing made Uh, me laugh. (laughs) I was just sitting there like, this needs to be over. (laughs) What about the donut costume? The donut costume is fucking hilarious. Okay, that where he was like, you're still making him talk. And he's like, sorry. But at the end when he still makes him talk and he's like, you're making him talk. He's like, I know I'm making him talk. Just let me do this. He's like, I don't think you have the guts to shoot the gun. And he shoots in the air. Uh, Anyone can shoot a gun in the air. And he shoots him in the leg. And then he's like, all right, well, anyone can get shot in the leg is almost kind of like a black knight in Monty Python just you know I think they could have taken it a step further and like having been shot in the arm or something I don't know I thought it was funny I think it's a stupid film but you gotta give in to the stupid that was one of my questions honestly was like did you get on board with the stupidity no yeah no clearly clearly you did not what was up with the shoe tree was that supposed to be something deeper than it just being a tree with shoes on it like I think it's just him kind of giving up control but she threw her shoes first well yeah she's known to like kind of not have to have control she's known to just kind of go with things like you know she was coming over to like spend the weekend at his house and they're like no we're going to Tennessee and she's like all right cool hey mom I'm going to Tennessee I'm gonna be back later bye and just like that like he he was just kind of like always kind of you know never take a risk never do any confrontation stuff yeah I still think it was a stupid idea of her if that's your only pair of shoes on the trip i mean i'm not saying it's all perfect i'm not saying it's like this is the best film of all like you heard me rate it like it was a v minus and all that yeah i still think it's great i still enjoy it i gotta do my office thing are you ready obviously obviously because this one was it worked so perfect so dwight jr decided the amish life was for him not just pennsylvania dutch amish either hopefully he knows what an auger is now and todd packer typical oh yeah todd packer is in this (laughs) that happened after he, you know, got fired, he just became like a road wanderer, just fucking with people. I honestly wouldn't consider this a porn, but not porn. Yes. You know, because I was thinking it was going to be like sex, 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 but it wasn't. There was like a little bit of nudity and a little bit of sex, but mostly it was just terrible. So (laughs) uh, that kind of brings me to one of the last things I wanted to bring up. So the version that I'm most familiar with, because it was the version I had on DVD, is the unrated cut. And if you've seen the unrated cut of this film, it's basically the same movie, but they've just inserted naked people into most of the scenes. Not explaining them. Like, in the mall, there's, like, I remember there's, like, of just a naked dude just juggling. Like, completely <laughs> naked. Just, like, in the foreground. Not in the back. Like, way in the, he's just up in the foreground. And then they just have, like, naked people walking in the background. And so that's how I'm like, it's just a bunch of naked people. So it's porn, but it's still a movie, so it's not porn. Naked people is not porn. <laughs> naked people, like, could be porn. How is naked people not porn? Porn is sexual stuff. If a person strips, that is a somewhat of a sexual act. There is porn of just people stripping. There's porn of fully clothed people. When I think of porn when it comes to movies, I don't think of just naked people because no. being naked is such a taboo thing, but mainly in America or Western countries. Like, out in Europe, being naked is normal. Like, it's not right, taboo. Yeah, it's like, not okay, sexual. Okay, so the way I saw this, like, so again, this is me with the unrated version. I should have realized and I probably should have changed my choice, but I wanted to watch this film, so... I actually did watch it like three months before. <laughs> Doesn't matter anyway. I wanted to watch it again. Either way, we'll, well, we'll get into it. But I, I kind of, I, I have an argument that like just naked people is more porn. 
Well, not more. It's an equal amount of porn to Outlander. Porn, but not porn. If it was if, if the unrated version of this with just naked people walking around. And there is sex, a couple sex scenes in this and some nudity in it regardless. So either way, I think it still stands. But I do understand your qual. Yeah, Um. before we get into your, your ratings, the last question that we're trying to incorporate more, who would you recommend this to? Nobody. <laughs> but if I had to, it would be... You. Derek, when you're drunk, just watch Sex Drive. That that's who I recommend this to. A drunk no, Derek. No, but really, I really could not think of who I would want to recommend this to. Did Matt watch it? No. Not with me. He says he's seen it before, but okay. he didn't like it. I want him to watch that. I think Matt would enjoy it a little bit. I'm sure he'd like laugh at it, but it wouldn't be something that he's like, all right, yeah, I'll watch that again. Like, that was really funny. I guess if you like stuff like that. And it's not even uh, so bad. It's kind of funny for you. Like, not yeah. even no. All right. So to remind everyone, the objective competency, I said C plus. You gave it. A D minus. D minus. Damn. Okay, yeah. so that's, you know, three off. Okay, personal enjoyment. So I guess a seven out of ten. Two. Ah, damn it. All right, so we're at eight total. Not looking good for me so far. And rewatchability, I guessed a two. It's a one. Uh, if someone is like, hey, let's watch, I'm, I'm going to leave the room. I'm going to be like, no, I'm not going to watch this. I'd rather do anything else. I'd rather watch porn with people than watch this movie. Damn, that's saying something. That's... <laughs> That's never, it's never a good experience. So Derek thought he knew me on this one. He did not know no, me that no. well. Like I explained, I had no clue where I thought where. I, but you know me. You I know you, know but I had me. no clue where you're, where you're gonna land on this one. So yeah, I was off by nine. Pretty easy to beat. I think you might take it, but I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> On to my On to suggestion. suggestion. So mine was Outlander season one, episode seven, eight, and nine. And my guesses for Derek's rating, I really didn't know where he was going to put any of these, honestly, because it is another historical piece, <laughs> another period piece. And it's even though I feel like this is more geared towards women, I feel like men can enjoy it. I just don't think this is up Derek's alley based on previous suggestions like the English game and Carol and stuff like that. So this is why I've guessed these. Objective competence, I'm going to do a C plus. Personal enjoyment, six. Rewatchability or continue to watch it, I put it two. Okay, so Outlander season one came out in 2014. It stars Katrina Balf as Claire Randall, Sam Hugan as Jamie Frazier, Tobias Menzies as Frank Randall, and Graham McTavish as Dougal McKenzie. The series is based on the books written by Diana Gabaldon. I probably butchered that name, sorry. Episode 7 and 8 is directed by Anna Forrester, while episode 9 is directed by Richard Clark. Outlander Season 1 has a 91% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was also nominated for an Emmy and won People's Choice Award for Favorite Sci-Fi Slash Fantasy Show and a Critics' Choice Award for Most Exciting New Series. And the summary of this. So the basic storyline leading up to episode seven starts in 1945 claire and her husband frank are honeymooning in scotland after world war ii and she travels back in time via craig nadoon she goes to 1743 and is taken to a scottish clansman's castle she is forced to stay there as the healer or medical person the brother of the leader makes her go with them to collect rent there she has a run-in with an evil english captain jack randall so she has to marry jamie frazier in order to protect her from him and that's where episode seven starts episode seven is all about the wedding it's Claire and Jamie are thrown together in the wedding and they have to consummate the marriage and it's all about that. No story progression, really. Episode 8, Frank searches for his missing wife. So you're back in 1945. Jamie and Claire come to terms with their new marriage and she's faced with a life-altering opportunity that presents itself at the very end of the episode. And episode 9, Jamie and the Highlanders rescue Claire from Black Jack Randall and back at the castle, they have political issues where Clan Mackenzie might be torn apart, but Jamie's scorned lover, Lowry, tries to win him back. All right, that was a quick summary. I did my best to keep them a lot shorter than I have in the past. All right. All right, so Derek, starting off before, you didn't watch episodes one through six. No, I didn't. Uh, yes, I didn't watch episodes one through six. I read the synopses of them. I watched recaps of them, but I did not actually watch the episodes one through six. So I knew what had happened, but I actually hadn't watched it. So yeah. and there's a lot to say about this show. And I will say, like, the premise 
kind of hooked me right off the bat. Like, I, th- I think it's very interesting. Like, not that it's super original, a person like getting stuck in the past, it's kind of happened, but like a person getting stuck in the past and like, oh, they're, but they're a nurse and they like may have to like use their skills to survive and they might actually like blow people away by this guy. And like, it's going to be interesting. And then just forgets all that and just becomes a schmaltzy role minds novel about a woman who wants to sleep with the hot Scotsman. I'm sorry, this show was, oh, I did not like this show. I was trying to trick you, but I didn't want to say anything. I knew you wouldn't like this show i just didn't know how much you wouldn't not like it what i liked i literally have four things written down that's more than i had for sex drive I liked the premise. I thought it was an interesting premise. I don't think they do a lot with it, but I do like it. They do. Like, a lot happens. So my counter to that is, again, hard suggesting shows for these themes. Because this show is on season five now. So much happens. What has actually happened, like, in the plot of a person being traveled? It seems like a lot would happen, but, like, this also could have just been a show about the mid-1700s. It is. There's a lot of historical stuff about it. You're dealing with the Jacobites. You're dealing with the Scottish rebellion against the English crown. Right. It's just like, do you, does it want to be a show? Chunk. Uh, but does it want to be a show about that? Or do, does it want to be a show about a person who's stuck in the past? It doesn't know. To me, it feels like it's trapped between those two. Oh, and also it wants to be a super sexy show. Throw that in there too. This came out after Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, but it's also based on a book. So it's not trying to be Game of Thrones. No, no, no. The, I'm not saying the books were. I'm saying this show, its look and the sex in it is definitely trying to be Game of Thrones. It's trying to have that kind of same sex and violence combination that Game of Thrones has not necessarily i've seen game of thrones and i've seen this show you haven't That's seen true. either of I've, only these se- fully. I've only seen like three four episodes <laughs> of each so the very beginnings of this show episode one through six super slow show right. episode seven super slow episode but i put that in there because the theme is porn but not porn and that's a very sexual episode yeah and then the rest of this show yes it does have all these different aspects in it but the main character is claire who is thrust back in time and trying to survive you have to understand that she has no idea where she is in scotland at that point she is dealing with a lot of stuff she just had to marry someone basically against her will but it turned out okay to save her life if she had to be sent back to blackjack randall that's the whole reason she had to get married y'all is because she is an english woman in the scottish territory and so they brought her into the english base kind of thing and she saw him and he was like you got to come back tomorrow night and if you don't then there's going to be hell to pay for your clansmen that are keeping you the highlanders that are keeping you and so to get her out of that they have to make her scottish by making her get married to a scotsman and jamie was available he was the one that got married she is dealing with so much that yes she wants to get back home and she obviously runs to craig nadoon to try to get there and this isn't the last time that she tries to go home it's just imagine dealing with with all of what you're dealing with, you have to stay in the moment of staying alive and not telling these people you're from the future and not making them more and more but suspicious of you. she doesn't seem like she's doing that that much. She doesn't seem like she's trying to protect herself because so, she'll talk back and she'll do all this stuff. It's like, well, if you know that you're in this time, then you know that talking back like this and saying these things at these times could get you killed. Yes. You're going to be so flippant about that. And maybe it's just because it's the three episodes I watched. The problem is, it's porn but not porn. Yet, like, in one episode, she gets raped twice. And it's like, why am I watching this? I don't want to watch. Well, okay. Not See, technically- when I suggested it, I looked up the episodes, like the most sexual episodes in season one. And it was obviously the wedding. Yeah. And then episode nine, the very last scene, like, sex scene in episode nine and i was like okay i'm just gonna do seven eight and nine at this point so i didn't choose episode eight because of the (laughs) theme i chose it because i chose nine and seven and eight's right in the middle i get that it makes sense and honestly to me the sex scenes they're just 
generic. Nah, you want to talk generic? Look at the sex scenes and sex drive. That's the most yeah. sad, generic. Those aren't None meant of that to be sexy. Off. Those aren't meant to be sexy. No, these were meant to be sexy. And they're not. Watching them, it's like, oh, hot damn. <laughs> like, if he's on, if Jamie's on top, it looks like Jamie's fucking her belly button or her leg, which I will say is usually an issue for most, a lot of filming sex, because a lot of the times the person will be at a weirder angle when filming it, because, you know, they're not having sex. Like, it never looked right. And then they were also so long. Like, each sex scene is like five, six, seven minutes. It's like... Fantastic. Wow. That's what I want to see. I don't want a 40-minute episode to be 20 minutes of sex scenes. I do. If if I want that, I'm going to go watch porn. But this fits the theme. It's a romance novel. It's It does fit the theme, but that doesn't mean make it good. You're complaining about the sex scenes in our porn but not porn episode. I'm complaining that they're not, that they're generic and overly long and not that sexy. They are very sexy. So Seven has three sex scenes. Like they have sex three times in episode seven. Fantastic. That's porn but not porn. Like the first time was literally his first time having sex. So not very sexy, just immediate. And then the second time was her being like, let me look at you. And then they went and had sex and it was hot. And then the third time was more emotional where they were just like, we're sitting together. And then she wraps like his kilt around him and her and it's hot. You know what's not hot though? Is thinking about one, she went back in time. She's getting diseases. She's getting so, so much infection down there. One, Back then, they only showered or bathed like once every week or so. Second she had sex, her vagina's done. The second she got to 1740-whatever, a lot of stuff happened to her. I was able to say, what if she got, like, whatever vaccines were available in 1945 as she grew up? So she's vaccinated for the stuff they had back then. She can't push beyond having sex like that because... It's going to fuck you up because they don't wash down there as frequently as we do today or as they did in 1945. Like the the, the spanking scene later, like when he has to punish her. In episode nine, yeah. In episode nine. Is that meant to be sexy? No. No? Because like the music and the guy's reactions for it kind of made it seem like it was supposed to be. Because the music was like, dun, 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 that was dun, to dun, try dun. to make it more comical for her, like running away and him, yeah, like, she I was have to do this again by her husband now. So, like, that isn't faulty of him. That's faulty of the time period. That's what happened in that time period. I know, and but that's at what, the like... very end of episode nine. He apologizes, promises his sword to her, whatever he does there. Right. And then when they're having sex, she's like, if you touch me again, I will kill you. And he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got the payoff and the payoff worked, but the setup didn't work because the setup wasn't taken super seriously. The setup was more like, I know it was more traumatic for her. And if the lens was supposed to be from her, this moment should have been way more serious, but it was more comical. It was, she's like, don't you come near me. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get you. Like, and all the guys outside are like, sounds like she's giving it to her good. Now, don't it? She won't step out of line again. Episode nine was narrated by Jamie, not Claire. So you see it from his point of view not her point of view okay i'll take that and he thought he was doing that's what you do he said this is what my father did my grandfather did every generation this is what husbands do in this time wives follow orders and if they don't and especially if it gets the rest of the group in danger it has to be punished instead of he's like if this was a man who did this we would take his ear but you're my wife so i gotta spank you (laughs) I don't know. I think they could have handled that moment better. And I think it would have made the payoff that much better. I think, honestly, also the inner monologue could be basically cut and would greatly improve the show. I think the inner monologue is more so because of the book. Yeah, and it just makes it feel like a book. I get there's a lot of TV shows that don't have the monologue, like you haven't seen it with Game of Thrones. They don't do a monologue in it, but this is like a huge fan base, and a lot of what it is is internal monologuing in the book, I feel like, and so they want to hear those thoughts. They want to hear it, and I know your whole thing about showing, not telling, but this is something where if it wasn't included, there would be off okay, well, then make it better. It's written like it's from a beginner's creative writing class, like the inner monologue. The other like the dialogue is pretty good and stuff. I don't know what it is, but the inner monologue, it's always like, and then I run past a stream that was babbling of the and it was cold of the fresh cold of the first wind. Like 
everything had like five descriptors on it. And I'm like, why is it not just that sucked? Or like not everyone's inner monologue is this diatribe of poetic preponderance. That's not even a word, but whatever. Like, <laughs> oh my God, can preponderance be a word? <laughs> it should be. It just seemed so. No, I get the inner monologue bit. Like that, I feel like could be cut back a lot. I agree. I'm not a huge fan of inner monologuing. But no, it's it's very tricky. I know why they do it. I don't know. This show, I feel like it's trying to feel much grander than it is but it's like well we're just telling a story and we're gonna throw someone else in there it feels like they took the premise and then they didn't know how they wanted to adapt it they didn't know if they wanted to keep it a cheesy kind of schmaltzy romance or if they wanted to play it up and try to not saying they're trying to copy it but kind of go off of the game of thrones hype clearly trying for that fantasy historical drama right honestly i'm on the imdb page right now and it says more like this the first thing is game of thrones I agree. Like, it's very similar. I watch this. I love history. I love time travel movies. And I love period pieces. See, I feel like I would have really liked this if it was just about the history of it. If it was just about like... Just about the Jacobites and the Klansmen. Yeah. When that drama started peeking its way through the episodes, I'm like, what is this? I wish I kind of watched the episodes because I want to know what's going on here. I was kind of able to piece it together, but I'm like, this is interesting. I want to know about this stuff. I don't really care about the person who's stuck in time. I'm sorry. Like, your story's kind of boring to me. I want to know about everything else that's going on here. And I guess you're kind of cool you're interesting but this stuff is so cool this stuff is interesting and here you are when i first started this i watched the first episode and i was just like well nothing happened there yeah definitely no story progression here so i don't think that set me off on a good track because i'm just like oh nothing happens in this series and then but and then the next two episodes i mean they kind of confirm that because there's not a lot of story progression in the next two episodes either it's like okay well they were going to this place but then they got sidetracked because claire got kidnapped and they had to go get back and then the next episode is dealing with the repercussions of that thing so our story hasn't really progressed we've just kind of taken a side detour which happens in stories but like do something have something like come on move the story let's what's actually happening like and then i didn't really get why they kept cutting to the husband trying to find her i'm like who cares if she gets home she'll probably come back before she left or right after she left so it won't make a difference a lot of that was cut into it because the end when she's running to cragna dune and he's there at the same time and he's like yelling claire and she hears him that's why he was cut into a lot of episode eight was because of the end scene. But then is he throughout the other series? Not, you know, not Jack Black. <laughs> Whatever Black his name Jack is. Randall? Black Jack Randall. <laughs> not Jack Black. Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Jack Black Randall. Like, but no, is the husband, like the 1945 husband, is he in the series? Like, do we cut yeah. to him more? Does he just like go crazy or? So Jamie was just explaining what happens in the like next couple <laughs> seasons. Oh my God, it goes so fucking far off the rail. Like, like, oh my God. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> definitely not going back to this series. It's, well, it's... we know how you feel. Let me just get a couple more points yes, out. Go ahead. So my first run through this, I was all Team Jamie. But after like rewatching it, uh, like I'm kind of into Dougal and Frank. I was always into Frank. Like I always feel bad for him, but I was kind of into Dougal this time. Is Dougal the older dude? The bald guy. Yeah, I like Dougal. I thought he, he was, was pretty cool. cool. I thought Jamie was too much of a pretty boy. Very attractive dude. He's just the quintessential strong jaw. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah there are a lot of reasons why i like this but i think one of like the big reasons is because i fucking love scotland like i've told derek a hundred times like i'm moving to scotland the scenery was amazing i will say yeah i did really like it scotland is beautiful but did you not think that the saturation was a little too much sorry this is us kind of being like media heads like it felt like the saturation was turned up just a tiny bit too much where the grass is a little too green is that just me i think I think it worked because when you think of Scotland, you just think of it green. And if you don't have the saturation turned up, everything is so dull. Yeah. Because it's a very cloudy, rainy country. So if you don't have the saturation, it's just going to be gray. It's going to look like they turned the saturation way down when it's just like a normal shot. Like, I think the shots in like a lot of like the villages and stuff are fine. But like I'm looking at pictures on IMDb. It's anytime there's like a field of green behind them. The green is just too much. I know that's really hard to explain. And especially, you know, great audio right now. This color is too much of the color. I don't like it. I like having the different kind of filters over 
the past and the quote unquote present, but it felt like such a change that it's like, this is the real world. And then here's the 1940s, which is somehow still like a newsreel. Like, oh, welcome back to the 40s. See, this week in the news, Frank is at Cragnadoon looking for his wife. Except it's Scottish. So you got to do that with a Scottish accent. Go. This week on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I have to. I have to get my. Oh, God. I can't. Can you only do a Sean Connery Scottish accent? I can get a pretty good Scottish accent going. I just have to get into it. It's not that hard to do a Scottish accent. But to do it in the 1940s newscaster. Oh, you have to do it in the 1940s accent. Here you here. <laughs> I can't do it. It can't be done. I can't know how to do it. Speaking of Scottish accents, was it hard for you to like understand? I know you use subtitles, but oh yeah, no, was no, I it hard it to understand them? Like you figure it out. That's the one thing. Like anytime I listen to like stuff with a lot of accents, I inevitably start putting in the accent randomly when I say things. So like Katie would ask me something, she's like, "Do you want to do this?" I'd be like, "Oi, oi, yeah, sounds good." I think. I think I've said my piece. Yeah. So let's go back to the ratings. Yeah. Objective competence, I guess C plus. I gave it a C minus. Like I said, I mean, it's shot well. It's acted well. Other than the inner monologue, it's written decently well. I don't know. I just think they fucked up with the premise. And I think they kind of just lost what they really wanted to do and couldn't decide between like a time traveling show versus just a historical drama. Personal enjoyment. I put a six, which I'm feeling is too high. I gave it a two. I didn't really like it. Rewatchability slash continuing. I put two. I gave it a one. I'm not going back to this, and I would not allow... If someone wanted to watch it, I'd be like, no, could you put on something else, please? Like, there's a bunch of other historical stuff you can watch. Just anything else. So we almost gave them the exact same score. Yeah. I was just closer, just slightly. But I feel like we both lose this episode. Yeah, so you were (laughs) off by seven. I was off by nine. So actually, I didn't lose by that much. No, but I feel like we both lost. Yeah. (laughs) We did not know each other this episode. Well, no, we didn't really know each other. But we both hated the other's (laughs) recommendation. So that's something, right? I think that's time for our mini segment. segment for this episode, we are doing story time. And we did a story time on our bonus episode and we liked it so much that we decided to just do it again. But this time we're going to be telling some raunchy stories. <laughs> my story has nothing to do about me or my husband. It has to do with my dog. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. Hold up. Stop. You just said we're telling raunchy stories and then you said it has to do with my dog. But nothing to do with me or Matt. That still is not great. Because now that means you're just going to talk about your dog doing something raunchy, which I don't think people want to hear about. But let's do it. I'm in for it. Let's go. (laughs) It's dog porn, but not porn. Oh, God. No, shut up. (laughs) No, it's not. I swear to God, there's no other dog involved in this either. It's all him. Okay, tell me a story. Okay, so Easton, when he was a puppy, before he was neutered, he was extra enthusiastic. Let's say that. He loved his puppy bed. It was the first one we got him. And that was his quote unquote lover of choice. Now, this all happened when we lived with Derek. He remembers this too. He loved his bed so much that it basically in the end was just a piece of fabric. He like humped the stuffing out of it. There was one night that I vividly remember we were all sitting in the living room just watching TV casually. Easton comes down the stairs with his dog bed in his mouth and then he starts humping it and he does not stop no matter what. Like we try to get him to stop and he's like, no. And at one point he was so tired that he wanted to keep going. So he laid down and humped it. And there was one point where he would like take his front paw and hold it closer to his red rocket (laughs) to hump it. You're getting too vivid with these details, Jamie. Like this dog is the most stubborn dog I've met. He's super (laughs) determined. There was one time when he was humping a pillow, which was his next lover of choice after we threw the dog bed out. And he finished, (laughs) but he peed a little bit on the pillow. And he was so scared. Like, he thought he was in so much trouble. And I was like, no, 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 you're fine. You're it's okay. Like, I can't tell a dog. Like, this is what happens when you hump something. But it was hilarious <laughs> that that happened in the living room, just in front of all of us. And we were all just experiencing Easton making love to his bed. Great story, Jamie. So my story is about a particular road trip that uh, my fiance and I took. 
coming home from Asheville one time. For those of you who don't know, I actually proposed to my fiance, not technically in Asheville, but on our way home from Asheville, we took the Blue Ridge Parkway and drove through the mountains about half the way down from North Carolina to Florida. And, you know, I proposed on top of one of the mountains at an overlook. It was very beautiful, nice sunny day. It was lovely. It was perfect. Honestly, a great moment, like really. And like then the drive after was nice. Like it was really beautiful for the next couple hours because like I didn't know these stories had to be super (laughs) raunchy. So I was going more like romantic with a twist no because, you're fine because yeah after you told your story i felt perfectly fine telling this story <laughs> so i think jamie remembers where, where this is going i don't know either way so we're driving it's normally about a seven and a half eight hour drive but taking the blue ridge parkway bumped it up to about 10 and at about hour seven my stomach did not start to feel the best because the night before while still in Asheville visiting jamie and matt we had a charcuterie plate and i decided to have some of the goat cheese on said charcuterie plate because i'm lactose intolerant and goat cheese has less lactose in it but still some so the next day about seven hours into the drive i needed to find a bathroom like (laughs) needed like was pulling over like pulled over to a ranger station to see if i could get in there to go to the bathroom they were closed so i had to get back in the car and keep driving like i was sweating katie was like are you gonna be okay i'm like i think i got it i think i got we're good and then like i also realized i was like 20 minutes away from my parents house and i'm like (laughs) we might just have to go there i know they're not expecting us and like we just got engaged and i don't want to be a whole thing but like we might just have to go there Oh my god. But we found a gas station and luckily it was like it seemed to be a fairly new gas station so it had a very nice clean bathroom. I went in, spent about 20 30 minutes doing my business <laughs> didn't feel great but felt good enough to finish the drive actually no scratch that i didn't finish the drive felt good enough to finish the ride back home because katie drove the rest of the way <laughs> and i sat there just trying not to shit myself for the last three hours i mean everyone's been there to the point where they have to go to the bathroom so bad <laughs> yeah, but like this is one of the ones where it comes out of nowhere. It's not like, you know, like a road trip where it's like you're just in there and then you're like, oh, God, I have to go. Like we have yeah. to find a bathroom now. No, no, not just a bottle because it's not just number one. Nope. Everything's coming out. It's all leaving my body. Yeah. Find something. Find somewhere. Go. Now Derek doesn't eat goat cheese as well. <laughs> no, I don't eat goat cheese. Or at least not before a road trip. Not before I know I'm like staying in the same place for the next like 24 hours so that I can be fine and secure and I know I have a bathroom within reach. It was such a romantic day and then you're like, shit, shit. Literal shit, literal, <laughs> literal shit. shit. But yeah, super romantic memory like we have a picture from that day we took pictures you know pictures of us on the mountain with the ring and everything and she got one of those painted and burned into like a block of wood and it's really cool but all i can kind of think of is like four hours later from that moment i'm shitting my brains out on a gas station toilet both of our engagement stories involve poop <laughs> which I think is hilarious, which that'll be a story That's from a story me at a later time. For another day. <laughs> Always keep them wanting more. And that means it's time for our mini brother said that he likes listening to our podcast and then he went like I like when you guys go this one's for you alright so my mini game this week is where's this quote from and if you remember in episode one I think we did this game. As it's going to go, I have four quotes from each movie. One, two, three, and four. And I'm going to have Derek is just going to choose one, two, three, or four. And we'll see if he can get the movie from that quote. And if not, then he can choose another number. Cool. All right. So option number one is going to be one, two, three, or four. Number three. Pick number three, my lord. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who didn't see, I held up a two, like in the classic movie Shrek. Sorry, uh, but I am going with number three. Okay, number three. The quote is, is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? Okay, so I mean, that could be technically from like a lot of different things, but I think I know what you're pulling from. You are pulling from a Mr. Steve Carell from The 40-Year-Old Virgin. The movie is correct. And it's Steve Carell who says that, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I wanted to make sure. 
All right, so movie number two. Is it going to be a one, two, three, or four? I'm going to stick with three. We're going to go with three again. All right. Quote number three. He's our friend. We should be guiding, not blocking. Do you know if I've seen this movie or not? I'm 95% sure you have seen it. Pretty sure I have. Or at least like you're 100% sure I've heard of the movie. Oh, yeah. You for sure heard of it. Everyone's heard of this movie. We should be guiding him, not blocking. Do I get like clues or anything? Nah. Can I pick another? You can choose another quote. Okay, yeah. yeah. Give me number one. I kind of had this problem. Something like 8% of kids do it, but whatever. For some reason, I don't know why. I would just kind of sit around all day and draw pictures of dicks. Oh, okay. Yep. Now I know it. That's super bad. Yeah. What's the, when is the first one? That he's our friend. We should be guiding, not blocking. Is it the cops it's talking the cops. to Oh, damn it. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Number three. You were sure if you've seen this movie. Okay. Is it going to be quote number one, two, three, or four? Let's go two. Number two. If I were a man, I would ravish you. Bridesmaids? Nope. Damn. Okay. Give me, give me, let's go four. I haven't picked four yet. Give me four. Oh, it is fun to be queen sometimes. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Give me three. <laughs> I was hoping to be employed here by you as something. Perhaps a monster for the children. Rawr. Oh, wait. Oh, fuck. Number one should give it away. Favor is a breeze that shifts directions all the time. That actually doesn't give it away. Give me back that last one. What was that last one? I was hoping to be employed here by you as something. Perhaps a monster for the children. Rawr. Fuck, I know that quote. And now that I can't think of this movie, it's going to piss me off. I told you, quote one, favor is a breeze that shifts direction all the time. Simple favor? No. I don't know. Oh, it know. is fun to be queen sometimes. You keep saying the thing like. If I were a man, I would ravish you. Think less sex drive and more outlander. The crown? No. Why would they say that in the crown? <laughs> I don't know. It's fun to be queen sometimes. That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> I, I, I'm throwing in the towel. What is it? The favorite. Fuck. I was close with the crown. Olivia Coleman as a queen. Yeah, very close. I thought favor is a breeze. <laughs> like favor, favorite <laughs> would uh, help. Okay. But... No, oh, I haven't seen that movie. No, I think I've only seen it once. Yeah, I've only seen it once. It was good. It was good. I really liked it. No, I remember that one monster croak much more than any of those other ones. Dang. All right. That was a good one. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. All right, which means on to my mini game, which is a fun one. We've played a couple times. Would you rather? Perfect for this Porn, but not theme. porn. Um, honestly, I didn't do like any porn ones. Sexual I should have done, done some porn <laughs> ones. Uh, well, one's kind of is. Either way. Well, we're going to do the first one. I got three for you. Okay. So the I'm first ready. one, would you rather be stuck 200 years in the past? And we're going to say you, you're stuck there. Like you're not coming back. Or would you rather commit yourself to... An Amish life. Mm. Would you rather be Amish or would you rather be in the past? Where in the past? We'll we'll say 200 years where you live. So 200 years in America. You can move about America. 200 years in the past. Then (laughs) You'd pick 200 years in the past? I'd pick 200 years in the past. Ooh, why? Because being Amish, you have to be like crazy religious. And I'm not very religious. And the little, the Amish men just don't do it for me. (laughs) You don't like the beard, no mustache? That look doesn't do it. All right. So for my second one, would you rather be catfished and robbed, like in the movie Sex Drive, or would you rather be forced to marry to ensure your survival? I would rather... Well, am I marrying Jamie Fraser? Am I marrying a good-looking Scottish buff dude? Then i choose that. (laughs) You're looking... Yeah, but let's say you don't truly love them, but they're good to you. And they are moderately attractive. No, I'm not going to give you Jamie. That's unfair. That, that's too easy of an option. <laughs> would you rather get robbed or would you rather just marry this Scottish hunk? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's really hard. I no. mean, why do you think I got married in the first place? To survive. <laughs> to survive? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, put the gun down. Let her go. I just yelled that into the mic. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry for you editing this. Who's just going to have to listen to me scream. Yeah, I would just, even if they're moderately handsome, like Dougal. I'd rather marry Dougal than be robbed and catfished. But you're being forced to marry this person. You don't want to marry this person. You don't really love them. Like, they're okay. But you're being forced to marry them for life. You can't divorce them in two years. You're with them for life. 
as opposed uh, to just am being two hundred years in the like in the past, or am I no? Well, current day. No, we're saying present day again. Why do you think I got married? <laughs> <laughs> this one was supposed to be kind of a funny one because it's like, do you rather be catfished or be forced to marry? Like I thought this wouldn't be a hard option. I thought this would be like no. Well, yeah. Well, you got to think of like, is it an attractive person? Will I learn to love them, or is it? Am I just gonna get robbed by a dick? You're gonna get robbed by a dick. So let's say you're car and your wallet stolen okay or you are married to someone you don't love and will never love and will never love not that you'll like hate them but you'll never love love them you never love them in that way you're you love them but you're not in love with them if that makes any sense you know okay if it's not to a scottish hunk in 200 years in the past. It's an Irish um, hunk <laughs> <laughs> if Does it's that... irish then forget it no <laughs> fuck the irish <laughs> <laughs> no, if it's Irish, then yes as well. Present day, I get robbed and catfished because my car is shit and I have no money. So they would be like the worst robbery of all time. But yeah, so I'll go with that one. All if right. it's not me marrying Jamie Frazier. That was a much more interesting conversation than I was expecting. I like it. <laughs> Jamie loves Jamie. <laughs> Jamie loves I would be Jamie Frazier. That, that would be. <laughs> oh, God. I would hate to like be married to someone with the same name as me. Like. That would suck. Oh, my God. There was a guy in my high school named Jamie that everyone wanted us to date. And they were like, if you two get married, you'll both be Jamie and Jamie. Whatever his last name was. Yeah. And I was like, no, I can't date him now. <laughs> no. Because they want it. I can't they do it. They want Fuck it. You exactly. Guys. All right. Last one. Would you rather be caught by your lover's enraged spouse? Like, basically what happened in Sex Drive. Like, you and your lover, you're getting down dirty. And, like, you find out that they're married and the spouse comes running in, ready to give you a beat. Yeah. So, maybe you can escape it, but not, I'm not that kind of beating, I'm y'all. Not, I'm not. <laughs> really? Really? Making jokes? This is a serious podcast, Jamie, where we discuss serious issues facing the modern person. I blacked out for a couple minutes. What are we talking about? Okay, so would you rather be caught by your lover's enraged spouse or would you rather be shit on? Uh, I'd rather be shit on. Okay. I can clean myself off in a shower, but if I'm beaten, then I have to deal with days of bruises and embarrassment. I didn't and say you're necessarily beaten. I'm just saying you're but caught. But with the possibility of it. With the yeah, most likely outcome of you not getting out of there unscathed. Or would you rather be shit on? And I can't say what type of shit it's going to be, but you're not going to get a perfect little thing that you can just be like, yeah, it's shit. No, yeah, I'll take a shower. You're way too blase about this. <laughs> shit doesn't scare me. <laughs> Not that it scares me. It's just gross. It is gross, but I've changed so many dirty diapers I have, when I was yeah. really young. And I have technically, I guess, been shit on by a baby. I should clarify. Be shit on in a romantic way kind of thing. In a kink manner. Not just in a, I got some shit on me. No, yeah, like someone is squatting over me, like, taking yeah, a shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the yeah, movie was about to still, what was about to happen in the movie. Still, would rather be shit on than caught, hurt, embarrassed, and what if we heartache. change it? One punch to the face, like a good hard punch to the face, or be shit on. Still, rather be shit on because really? I can't take a punch. <laughs> no, really, <laughs> you'd rather be shit on. Okay, what if it's shit on your face or punch? Why in the do you face? want me to get beaten, Derek? I don't know. I just why feel are you like, trying to convince you me? Just get beaten and then get shit on. <laughs> I'm just I'm so confused. I would rather just get. <laughs> I'd take the punches. Fuck it. So okay, I grew up yes, changing diapers and stuff, and I don't like it, and I don't. I hate that. I have to pull shit out of my dog's ass sometimes because he yeah. eats fucking rope, and you have, it's disgusting. It I hate out. it. My dog ate a fucking bag, and I had to pull out a foot of a bag I, yeah great i don't awesome. care a lot of shit talk in this episode i know <laughs> from you you were bringing up the I shit talk wouldn't, <laughs> uh, i've been beaten up before by brothers by friends by not by friends i'd rather be beaten up you can just no you you can cower you can protect the face you take your legs you get out you literally told me i would be getting punched in the face <laughs> okay fine even then just one punch to the face just one and do done it. 
Nah. You don't know what the person's eaten beforehand. What if they had Taco Bell yesterday? What's coming down? It's not just a shower that's coming off. You're gonna you're throwing away everything in that room. I'm just saying. Okay. You know, write to us. <laughs> let us know what would would you rather be shit <laughs> would on? Would you rather be beaten or be shit on everybody? Let us know. I'm gonna put an Instagram story up of this yes. when this is posted. I like it. I want to know everybody's thoughts. Would you rather be shit on or would you rather beaten after being caught with your lover who has a husband your call i choose being shit on because that's just a shower away anyways anyways (laughs) that's our show everyone (laughs) that's our show we reviewed sex drive and outlander and the final score was tallied and we both sucked this week and i sucked a little less than Derek. yup and so we like to end each of our shows with a review. And this week I have a review from my husband that he left for us. He said, love this podcast. It's original, keeps you entertained. And Derek and Jamie have a really good chemistry on air. It's almost like they're best friends or something. I love that their conversations are organic and you can tell they're having fun. Also like that they always have a broad spectrum of topics to talk about, not limited to movie reviews. Keep up the good work. Well, <laughs> Little does he know, we, we talked hit, about shit this week. We hit that point. <laughs> Right on the head this week. <laughs> Definitely didn't want to talk about movies this week. All right. You know, leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Maybe next week we can hear from you guys and we can talk about whether you'd like to get shit on or beaten. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 oh, we're not going to make it through this ending. You can also write to us at our email. <laughs> I know you DJ podcast at gmail.com. You can find us at Instagram at I know you pod. Or at Jamie's Instagram, at Jamie Doro, or at mine, at Big Freaking Geek. We also have a Facebook page, y'all, if you don't know that. Yes, the uh, I Know You with Eric and Jamie podcast. Find it. And we like to let you know what movies we're watching next week and have you let us know what your ratings are for them. So the movies are Casablanca, which can be found on HBO Max, and Terminator, which is on Amazon and YouTube. Let us know, you know your ratings and who you think suggested what and who you think knew the other better. Yeah, like we always say, we post our podcast every other Tuesday. So remember to come back and listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to I Know You with Derek and Jamie. Until next time, I'm Derek. I'm Jamie. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Bye, everyone. (laughs)